bitches. What's up? <laughs> we are uh, Hot for Justice podcast. Yes, coming back at you live from the nursery. <laughs> yes. It was the pod spare bedroom. Now it's the nursery. The pod nursery. Yeah. It's all done. And it's the <clears throat> most comfortable room we have where we could right chill. Because I don't, I don't really think Monty would appreciate us recording in his bedroom. No, probably not. And we can't record in the living room because Harlow barks at literally everything. Literally. <laughs> so it's kind of out of the question. Yeah, so I think this is going to be our kind so of like a go-to recording space for the next indefinite future. And she's not going to use it for a while. Right. Like, you know, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it, oh. it's, exploiting your children is... Yeah. You know, I mean, the American way, right? I paid for this room, so she can share it with me. <laughs> um, I brought you into this world, <laughs> yes, and... I'll uh, take you out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, Dingo says hi, if you guys can hear him chirping in the background. He's mad because we've locked him in the bedroom with us. Um, but he was being a turd earlier, so... He was, and his sister, he antagonizes his first sister, and I can't leave them alone unsupervised, and so he must be in here with us. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. And he loves it. It's fine. Yeah, he'll go back to sleep. If you hear him chirping, he'll go to sleep in a little bit. Don't be alarmed. No. No dogs were hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, I think it's my turn to go first. Uh, I think you're right. And I have an unsolved one this time. I've, oh. I've done solved ones the last several weeks. This one's unsolved. Perfect. They're just so unsatisfying to me. <sighs> yeah, they are. But at the same time, it's just like... It's nice to know that there is a resolution. Yeah. You know? There needs to be. Right. In some of these. All right. So this one's another close to hometown story. <clears throat> it's about a man named Roy Dixon. He's a 52-year-old from Modesto, um, California, which for those of you who don't know, is probably what, like an hour and 40 minutes from Sacramento. <clears throat> to be 100% honest, South- I'm not like mega familiar with the area but yeah if you guys have heard of Lacey Peterson yeah that's where that took place yes so it's like Central Valley town yeah nothing exciting um he lived he worked and lived there as a maintenance man at the Del Monte plant for 22 years like the fruit yeah yeah I think so he had a wife and four adult daughters and several grandchildren so he often went from Modesto to go camping, fishing, whatever, hunting in Calaveras County, um, in West Point specifically, which it's way the F. And I grew up in Calaveras County. I went to West Point like maybe two times. Like, is it sketchy or like it's what's not sketchy? The... It's just like it's so far away way. from everything, and there's nothing there, and like there's really no point to go there unless you live there. Kind of got thing. it. Um. So it's, it's like the Panola of Contra Costa County. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, I Google mapped. So from Modesto to West Point is about an hour and 45 minute drive, 72 miles. Okay. So he'd go there pretty often, go hunting. Um, and which was what he was doing on the evening of October 13th, 1997. He told his wife, I'm going to go, I'll be gone a few days. I'll come back. So, um, he left that evening In the early morning hours of October 14th, witnesses reported hearing gunshots and then a vehicle fire east of West Point. So, um, yeah, kind of unusual. When the authorities arrived, they found quite a scene, apparently. 
So the gun, there was no gunshots, actually. What was happening was the car was on fire, a vehicle was on fire, mm-hmm. and, and there was ammunition in the vehicle, so the, the fire oh, made was them causing, go off. Yeah, it was causing it to explode, which that's fucking scary. people thought was gunshots. Right. So then they found Roy's body next to the vehicle, outside on the ground. He was dead. At first, they thought it was a car accident, and the car, like, exploded, and the gun stuff was going off. Um, but then they noticed the car didn't appear to have been in an accident despite the fire. That's really bizarre. Yeah, so it, it looked fine. He was on private timberland about 18 miles from where he normally would go, like his right. ultimate destination. His wife said it wasn't likely that he would have stopped there, um, because he wouldn't have, he had like a special agreement with one of the local companies and that allowed them, him to hunt on their land. Oh, okay. Apparently. And so she just, she said like he wouldn't likely go off to an area he wasn't supposed to be in to hunt. Yeah. I mean, um, that would make sense. <clears throat> yeah. So she said it was unusual. He was found wearing a t-shirt and a long, pair of long underwear because it would probably have been kind of cold October. Yeah. Up there. Um, his pants had been pulled down around his ankles. His body was partially burned. Um, around his body, they found sexual paraphernalia littered everywhere. So condoms, porn, things like that. Not going to lie. When you said that, I was just imagining just dildos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> A bunch of dildos. As the, the article did not say anything about dildos. <laughs> um, but there was no evidence he was sexually assaulted. There was no evidence, really, of anything. Everything in the what? car was pretty much destroyed of the f- in the fire. So, really, the only thing they had were the condoms and the porn and the body. So, at first, the deputy coroner started the autopsy, but he stopped to defer to a forensic pathologist because he found some unusual things on the body. They still weren't sure how he died. Like, they weren't necessarily, like, straight on its murder. So, when he started the autopsy, he was like, eh, I'm going to stop and let, you know, someone more, whatever, someone else come in. They found knife wounds and burn marks on his chest. So um, they said his body showed major signs of chest trauma, similar to somebody hitting a wall in a car about, like, 60 miles per hour head-on. Even though there was no evidence to show that there was an actual car accident. Yeah. So, but he had massive trauma. He'd been Damn. very, like, so badly beaten, his wife couldn't even recognize his Holy face. Holy shit. You couldn't even identify where his nose, eyes, or where his chin <gasps> would have been. So, he was, like... Oh, my God. Yeah, severely beaten. Um, like I said, his wife, um, his wife said that he would normally go to West Point, normally with his grandchildren, go, you know, do outdoorsy kind of stuff, but, and the locals would recognize him as a regular that would pass through town during hunting seasons because mm-hmm. he would do it. He had been doing it for the last four years. Well, and if he had, like, a – basically, like, a contract with, like, one of the landowners, like – Yeah. I mean, he's probably, you know, pretty well known in the town. Yeah. And there's not much to the town. I mean, I really don't remember a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. Wes had some family who lived there, like, when we first were dating, so I went there a few times with him, but I – we really didn't do anything in town because there's nothing really to do from what I remember. Perfect. So, <laughs> um, yeah th- – even though his wife said that people would recognize him, West Point residents said they didn't. And he was really only known to stop at the service station on his way in and out of town hmm. and nowhere else. So he would go get gas or go get whatever. Right. Go out, do his thing, and leave. So no one really knew him. You know, nearly 22 years later, the case is open. 
uh, it's not an area where there's normally that type of crime. No. So, yeah, the investigators who work the case, they kind of have a theory and a person of interest, but there's no evidence to bring charges, and there's no more leads, so it's pretty much just a cold case. It's one of two cold cases open in the county. Yeah. Oh, there's only two? Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, the other one, I've mentioned it before. I'm going to do it. I just have to finish research on it because it's kind of a doozy. There's a lot of information out there, so. Can't wait. Yeah, it's it's uh, disturbing. Yeah. Wowzers. So. But, like, that's just, like, crazy. Like, I mean. It's just an odd scene. It would yeah. be one thing if he, it was just him and he was out there. But what, add in all this the sexual stuff in there. It, it almost seems like maybe he met somebody and he was, he was, I don't know, and something happened, but. Like maybe it was like a grinder hookup gone wrong. Yeah. But in uh, 97. Right. I mean, like, that, that's the thing I'm thinking of. So did they specify the condoms were like used or not? I don't, I don't know. Or they just like sealed, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I imagine if they had been used, they probably would have tested them for DNA. Cause right. Because that seems so obvious. <laughs> hope that they did that but um it that not there was no mention of it okay so, so I, I would assume not. yeah they're probably yeah because like the first place my mind went to after you know the dildo thing was <laughs> <laughs> that you know it was like a weird like oh like let's meet up to casually have like sex in the woods or, right. or whatever I mean no one would know but instead he got jumped yeah like you know back in even even in like the 90s like you know being gay like wasn't really it's not okay so. especially up there right you oh, know yeah. it's like a like of... hick town mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. bunch of rednecks yeah so I, i'm imagining like maybe and this is again a bunch of speculation yeah but like maybe he wanted to hook up with someone uh-huh. and he that was like his place to go right and you know the guy was Just... like oh i was fucking with you so i could Just beat your kidding. ass yeah right that's reasonable yeah and just so i don't know i don't know how you would cause that much like chest wounds on somebody Wait, either, did you say though? there was knife wounds yeah so he was beaten and stabbed basically yeah and beaten so severely that it said it's like hitting a wall at 60 miles an hour head on like that's how much chest tr- so basically your chest was like crushed yeah and then you're beaten so badly and then stabbed and like maybe set on fire to make it look like an accident but yeah i don't they didn't say what the the cause of death was but like take your pick because i mean yeah it could have been anything at that point yeah a lot of trauma so yeah it's just weird it's a weird case i feel bad too because he had you know grandkids and his adult children and yeah, his, totally. his wife just kind of felt like there wasn't a whole lot done granted i don't there's not really a whole lot it's so I remote, there's much they could have you know? done yeah and in the 90s so but yeah well especially if the entire town was like i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> right yeah. when you you would assume like again like i would have totally assumed like oh yeah like that's that, that's just him like how's it going yeah but hmm yeah so i feel i feel like the most likely scenario is that maybe it was just a hookup gone wrong or i don't know like yeah maybe I, they met in a bar i don't i don't who knows who knows that is bananas but yeah that's my story for today and i will link um in, information about the calvers county district attorney's office so if you know anything or you know somebody who knows something like i always say get in touch with the local authorities 
you know, talk to your parents about it. Like, it's they're all small towns, and people mm-hmm. gossip, so... Oh, totally. You know, odds are people know something. Yeah. And one person, at least, knows something. Something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the person that uh, beat the shit out of this man. Yeah, and he looked like... He just, you know, looked like a typical grandpa who liked to take his grandkids out fishing, and it, it's sad. So. That's really fucking sad. I know. Um... Yeah. I, I have a sad one, too. Um, this actually came as a submission to me. Oh, okay. Uh, from someone that follows me on like, my personal Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, her name on Instagram is Mrs. Reyes. Okay. And I believe she actually lives or lives in or near Calaveras County. Oh, okay. Because, uh, like, I see her posts all the time. And, uh, first of all, she's the cutest goddamn kids ever. Aww. So, just shout out to that. Um, but she will, like, post places, and, like, the geotag is, like... Yeah. Like I said, at least near there. Around, yeah. Yeah. Well, also, even if you're, like, close-ish in vicinity, yeah. Calaveras County is such a nice place to go to, to, like, chill and yeah. get outdoors and stuff. Yes. So, I don't want to, like, completely, like, dox her, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you for your submission. Yes. Um. So, uh, when we had asked for our Q&A, she actually said, like, oh, can you cover this case? And oh, cool. I looked into it. It's... Because there's not actually a lot on it. Mm-hmm. So, it's... Is it from California? Yes. Oh, cool. So, um, it is the murder of Richard or Dick Hansen. Um, okay. He went by Dick. Um, this happened in San Jose hmm. um, in on April 29th of 1991. Okay. Uh, there's also an episode of Unsolved Mysteries about this. Did you watch it? I did. Okay. Um, it's, it's very interesting. Like I said, this one's like... Maybe I'll give it a whirl. I will link to the, like, YouTube yeah. page for it. Cool. Um... So, former college football star Dick Hansen was the victim of a fatal shooting near San Jose, California. On the night of April 29th, 1991, he and several friends went out to a bar for some drinks. At 1 a.m., Dick and his female friend, Jean, left, her, left the bar in her car. At 1.30, they arrived at the restaurant at the restaurant where Dick had left his pickup truck. So, like, uh, it's, like, speculated they, like, were, like, on a date or yeah. whatever. Um, while they were sitting in her car, another car pulled up behind them. At first, they thought um, he was just going to go to the mailbox because it was like, in, near like a kind of residential area. Okay. Um, she asked Dick if they thought that they should move up, a, move up a bit to give the guy more room. He disagreed as the man had plenty of room. However, as he sat in his car, uh, the other man continued to just sit in his car the whole time that they were talking. When they were ready to go, Jean agreed to, fo- Jean agreed to follow Dick in her car because she was unfamiliar with the area. Okay. So, I'm assuming they were going to go back to his place and uh, hook up or something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, they left each other. They left in their separate vehicles. A man also left and started calling. So, it reminds me of Zodiac Killer. Right. It's creepy. Okay. Anyway. Um, They arrived at a traffic light. The man followed them as they made their left turns along the next road. Did they not notice? Clearly, Gene did. Like... And you'll, there's more to come. Okay, sorry. Along the next road, Jean changed lanes, and the man followed her exactly. At the next light, Dick signaled Jean to follow him onto the freeway. So, he they did know, notice. They know something. Mm-hmm. They know They knew something. They know it. <laughs> they know it. Um, the man continued to follow them for over ten miles, even after they pulled, uh, even after they pulled onto the freeway. So he was just like chasing after these Ew. motherfuckers. Uh, Jean changed lanes changed lanes multiple times thinking she could outwit him but that was to no avail she even slammed on the brakes while driving on the freeway but the man did the same thing like he everything she did he did it right right after no thanks um feeling spooked she finally pulled over beside dick's truck and asked him to go to the police because of the relentless man that was basically stalking them yeah 
Um, I mean, 90s, you can't call on your cell phone, but, like, if that happens to you now, call on your cell phone. Yes. (laughs) Um, But Dick couldn't hear her, and he told her to follow him and get off of the next exit. She reported the man followed both of them off of the highway, even though she nearly missed the exit. Like, she turned at the last second to, like, try to... He did, too. So mm -hmm. he's dedicated. He's fucking on it. That's really creepy. When they pulled over, she pointed him out in his car, and Dick went back to to confront the guy. So the, they all pulled over off oh, the road. that's not a good idea. It's never a good idea. Gene uh, saw the man gesture towards her car when he asked him what he had wanted. He then stepped back and shouted at him. So this is Dick yelling at this guy, okay. in, like, like looking into his car. Want? Yeah. Um, then the man fired a gun at him twice. Gene frantically rushed back to see if she could help, uh, then froze in fear, staring at the man who stared back at her for a few seconds before he took off into the night. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> We took a really quick break. Because Ningo was crying. Yeah. And then we both paused our microphones. Because mine was paused too. And then we didn't unpause them. And we were just talking. Like we were recording. We recorded for a good like 10 minutes. Or we thought. And she was like, wait a minute. I think my microphone's off. Uh, I, I muted myself to yell at Dingo. We'll really snap at him because he was crying <laughs> for no reason. Anyways, long story. We had some good content in there. and Yeah, was, we really did. Anyways. Um, so um, where I left off was somewhere to the effect of, so uh, he got shot, Gene freaked out, and then went and got help. Yeah. And uh, by the time paramedics arrived, Dick was already so, dead. Yeah. Um, and then I think this is the point where you had asked where he had gotten shot. Yes, I did. And then I said, I'm pretty sure he got shot in the chest, but like I I never saw like a coroner's report or anything. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, said something to the effect of like, oh, if you're standing and looking in somebody's like, uh, like driver's window. Yeah. I mean that. Would, yelling at them. You'd be at like chest point. Yeah. And then, you know, pop, pop, pop. She I guess there's only two pops because you got shot twice. She pew pewed me with her gun fingers. Yes. Um, one could say that I finger blasted you. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I was saying that we, you can't see us in our hand motions that we make. So we yeah, should. Yeah, or facial expressions. <laughs> we should record this and you guys can pay for special content on YouTube. So we're looking like treats today. <laughs> There's no makeup. I'm wearing the grossest bun ever. I'm 10 years pregnant and I'm... <laughs> I'm 10 years pregnant. I'm looking rough. <laughs> yeah, we're both basically wearing pajamas. Yeah. It's fine. It's, yeah. It, you know, there's some look. books. We're entertaining. It is a look. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> I, I said, you know, maybe instead of paid YouTube content, we'll just start a Patreon. There we go. Hey, actually, if that's something y'all are interested in, and if you guys would donate to us. <laughs> Let us know, because we're poor help. <laughs> <laughs> Insert uh, Kristen Wiig, is that her name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> help me, I'm poor. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay. Anyways. Um, back on track. So. We have another tangent coming up in about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your assholes, okay? <laughs> Buckle in. <laughs> Buckle it in. Um, so from the beginning of the investigation, uh, there was a hard time nailing down a suspect or a motive in the case. Um, yeah, Jean, it's random. It's so it's, fucking random. It creeps me out. Um, so Gene and some of the investigators speculate that because uh, Richard was, like, such a big guy. He was a football player. Yeah. And uh, her license plate read 49er Hugs uh-huh. uh, in reference to the San Francisco 49ers. He might have gotten killed by a, like, crazy, like, rival team fan. Yeah. And uh, this is where my other tangent came in. Yes. About um, how specifically a lot of talk is that it was, like, a disgruntled Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. And then I said how, really, the Raider and Niner, like, 
rivalry doesn't really make any goddamn sense. No, but it's very, like, it's real, you guys. It's really real. <laughs> My dad is a 49ers fan, and when he would go to games, like, I remember growing up, because he went sometimes, you know, because it's, it's kind of far from, like, where I grew up. Uh, yeah. To go t- into the Bay. Um, oh, shit, it's far for me to go. Yeah, well, traffic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my mom would always, you know, make sure he, like, if he wore a jersey, it was just at the stadium, and he wouldn't wear it. Like, he, would, he wouldn't be in, you know, specific colors one way or the other, because people are like people will just shoot you for that stuff obviously here's what we're talking about but right and I mean specifically like uh, not to like be like that bitch but I mean I am that bitch so it's fine Um, Raiders fans are like a special breed of like nasty rival fans (laughs) and and again no shade if you're a Raiders fan yeah it's fine it's just well it's quite a rivalry but some people take it too far because it's just football I'm like it's not that fucking serious I think they're not even in the same division like (laughs) Let's calm down. Yeah. And you know what? Raiders are moving to Las Vegas, so. Um, they can go melt. <laughs> Bye. Uh, thank you, next bitch. Go uh, cook an <laughs> egg on the sidewalk because <laughs> you're going to be living in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's the episode title. Go cook an egg on the sidewalk. <laughs> We're, I'm on one today, you guys. Uh, she really is. It's, <laughs> she's been in a mood. <laughs> I was feeling off last time we recorded, but today I am in it. <laughs> It, it's been killing me. Um, so there's really not much to go off of, like, suspect-wise. Um, you know, Jean does have, like, a first-hand account. She did yeah. briefly see him. Uh, suspect a is a... Yes, there's a sketch. Oh, sorry. I, I came in too hot. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> True. Um, so the suspect is a white man that's dark-complected. Okay. Maybe Hispanic or Mediterranean. Okay. Um, at the time, he was in his late 30s or early 40s. Today, he would be in his early 60s. Yeah. Um, he was wearing eyeglasses with large black frames. His car looks like it could have been like a 1970s Pontiac GTO Le Mans. Okay. A two-door coupe with dull faded either light gray or blue paint job. Okay. Probably like blue. I feel like that's more popular in that time. I think so too. Yeah. Um, but if it was faded, it probably looked gray. Yeah. Um, yes. So <laughs> this has been on like TV a couple times like I said like it was on um, Unsolved Mysteries, Unsolved Mysteries yeah. February 16th 1994 and it was actually also profiled on a show called Dates from Hell I didn't even know that was like a, a show Me either. and I couldn't find a clip anywhere unfortunately yeah I... um, so yeah Jean is featured in both the Unsolved Mysteries episode and the Dates from Hell Okay. like she like gives her account on that poor girl I know like could you fucking imagine no like you're going on a date with like this like dude that's like like hella studly and shit right. and then and like you shot. end up getting followed and then they die that that is so like honestly <laughs> that creeps me out so much being followed like that it's um i don't know i wouldn't say it's like one of my worst fears but it's definitely something that you get consider because <laughs> uh, it yeah. creeps me out <laughs> no like that, that's just like so creepy like i remember like when I would, you know, do public transit for work, yeah. like, I would have to walk in the streets in San Francisco, like, every yeah, day. You have to be careful. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'd have, like, head, like one headphone in, because yeah. I'm usually listening to a podcast, like, let's be honest, but, yeah, you know, it's, like, you have to be very hyper aware of your surroundings. Absolutely. I'm, well, where I work, I, I walk a distance to my office from the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I go to work pretty early, so a lot of times... It's, like, dark still, huh? Yeah, and there are people around, but there's it's dark and it mm-hmm. creeps me out so yeah i have like pepper spray and stuff it's better in summer when it's light out oh but, surely you know in the winter time i yeah it freaks me out 
Yeah, you have I to mean, be really aware mm-hmm. of your surroundings because, like, near where I work, some lady got robbed at, like, 5 a.m. and, like, hit with a car. Holy shit. She's fine, but, like, you know, it's just stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I am very aware. Yeah. And, I mean, also, like, when you're in your car, like, you are, I think, less suspecting of stuff like that, too. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like... Because you feel safe in your car, but... Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, um, when I would get on my way home, like, getting off of BART... Mm-hmm. I would, like, almost, like, fucking run to my car, especially, like, in the winter, because it would be dark by the yeah. time I'm getting home. I'm getting home at, like, between 6 and 7.30. Get in, lock your door. That's literally, literally. the first thing I do. I yeah. haul my stuff in. I organize it after, but I get yep. in and lock the door. Yeah, I would situate myself as I'm, like, getting, I'm, like, as I'm, like, hauling ass to yeah. my car. <laughs> Power walking. Yeah, and then, like, unlock, slam the door, lock it, put my yeah. shit down. <gasps> yeah. When I lived in Kansas, I worked at the mall, and um, at nighttime, it it had been there had been several instances of girls getting robbed and like beat up. Oh my god. Um. So I would call my mom and talk to her when I would get off, because mm-hmm. I'd be walking in the dark if it was late enough. Because some night, you know, like some nights at the mall, you're off at ten. Yeah. Or eleven, and yeah. Well, I mean, like when I worked at Target, like same thing. Like I would close and I'd be leaving the store at twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, yeah. and um. We had to park in the garage underneath the store, uh, the one I worked at. Yeah. And, uh, it's creepy. <laughs> and it's fucking creepy. Yeah. And there's, I mean, to be 100% honest, there's not a lot of cameras down there. Yeah. So, like, if someone comes at your ass, like, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. It's creepy. No, I always have pepper spray on me now. Um, Handy. my, for Christmas that year, uh, when I first started at Target, uh, I figured it was my mom or my grandma. One of them got me this, um, like a mag light, but yeah. the end was a taser. Yeah. So I would keep it in my purse. And then like when I would close, I would just like. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. 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 Again, you can't see me, but like I'm like reaching into my invisible handbag. She is. Clutching my uh, taser. Her invisible taser. <laughs> <laughs> see, I mean, as a woman, I'm sure most other women will relate to this because yeah. it's, they're just things you have to be aware of. Oh, a hundred percent. Like it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. It really can be. Like, um, one time actually I had someone pretty much follow me to my car from Bart mm-hmm. and they were like trying to like haul at your girl and I was like get the fuck away from me yeah that's terrifying it was yeah. like I literally like slammed my door and like like basically in his face because he was like trying to stop me like it wasn't like oh you like, didn't want to hurt me I could tell yeah but, but still yeah he was just like oh hey like miss 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 and like, I slammed my door and like he was like roll your window down I just like, I mean, like gestured like he wanted my phone number yeah, and I was just like, I like looked at him and I just shook my head and I was no. like, like that's not how you do it anyway no like, no don't do that to me no <laughs> No, when I lived in Germany, um, it, there's a bunch of, you know, unique things that you learn when you live in a different yes. <laughs> culture. Um, so apparently they have what's called a bulk trash day every so often. You'd put all of the big crap you don't want out on the street. It can be stuff that works, stuff that's hmm. broken, whatever, but bulk, like huge stuff. That's cool. So then people, like, they would come around and pick it up. And um, it was just an easier way to dispose of all your crap because in Germany, like, nobody has trucks and stuff to haul off stuff by themselves. Right. That's hella cool, though. It is. But people from other countries, like Eastern European countries, would come out and make their rounds in different villages. To try to get shit. To grab, because it's on the street. So yeah. people put it out, like, either it goes to trash or you take it. So mm-hmm. it's like a thing. They'll be in vans and they'll pop out and go grab stuff they, they think that they can, A, either fix or, like, sell or whatever. Yeah. Or use. Well, <laughs> it was um, that, one of those days. And so these vans were just doing loops and loops and loops around our village. Holy shit. And Wes was deployed. I was out walking the dogs and... 
one guy, I had noticed him go around a few times, and I walked my normal, like, path down, mm-hmm. you know, where I would I would walk normally with the, the dogs, and um, <laughs> when I was coming back out, because I went out on a trail, you can't drive out okay. there, and then when I would come back, uh, he was parked at the entrance of it. And No, thanks. No, I immediately got a bad feeling, and normally I don't, but, like, my mom always taught me to to trust my my gut on those sort of things and I just had a terrible feeling yeah no that's gonna be a no for me dog he was he was watching me walk home oh yeah fuck that noise and I called my friend and acted like I was on the phone I think I might have called my mom too and just to be on the phone so you know I'm not you know people know where where I'm at and that I'm I'm watching you yeah I would frequently call Zach or my mom when I would walk from the BART to my car yeah so at least if something happens, you can call the police faster than, you 100%. know. So yeah, it was, it was really scary. That's fucking terrifying. He ended up, he like drove past and he tried to kind of make it look like really casual, but I right. was hauling ass back to my house. And as soon as I got back in, I like locked everything and it, yeah, I was pretty scared. It was scary because I was by myself, you know? Yeah. West was not. gone and you know, yeah. So anyway, that's my, my story. It, it ended up he circled several more times but I closed all the blinds and everything and I'm pretty sure I ended up going somewhere else for the night I don't like that one bit yeah it was scary but things that women live with on a daily basis yeah <laughs> yeah uh, scary. the world's a scary place man it is be careful ladies yep and I Get guess gents too of spray mm-hmm. it makes but, you feel better it but, does yeah. I mean like even if I think I'd be fucking petrified to use it. <laughs> yeah, but, me too. But it's at least you have it. Um, so it's actually like really funny that like we were talking about like this specifically because I just got an email. Um, are you on next door? Um, no, my neighborhood doesn't really have like a solid presence on there. So I gotcha. Yeah. So mine does, and uh, <laughs> I just got an email from next door because I get like the top post emails. Yeah. Huh, top post, suspicious stalker. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay. Like, what are the odds? Right. Yeah, we get those types of notifications where I work. Oh, okay. Like, for anything in the area. Mm-hmm. And so, s- some days I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, it reminds me, like, when I was in college, and, like, uh, we would get the, like, emails from, like, the campus security, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, the shit just went down. <laughs> yep. Man walking around campus with a gun. <laughs> or a knife. Excellent. Or, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, constantly sketchy stuff. I say, at my school, it was always, um... Oh, um, sexual assault thing. Yeah. Forcible fondling. It was always oh, forcible God. fondling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is the worst name for a, like, crime. Because, yeah, no. Like, forcible. that just... Fondling in itself really, like, to me, has a negative connotation to it. Yeah, like, I already don't like... I'm not a fan of that word. No. Like, and, like, what it... Yeah, what it, the mental picture it gives me. Same. <laughs> I have to say same. Yeah. Um, oh, jeez. But, it, yeah, it was always forcible fondling. Okay. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, no, none at all. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's um, yeah, but um, do you, watching, reading, listening to anything good so we can end on a not so sad. Are you, is your case done or did we just. My case is done. Track? Okay. So, like, nothing's really happened since, okay. um, I guess, just to properly wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unsolved. I can link to uh, the San Jose, you know, Sheriff Department. But. Yeah. That's like, sad. It's very sad. Like, he, he, he was young. Yeah. And, like, he, you know. Potentially yeah. could have, you know, played in the NFL. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Really. You don't know. Because, um, so. like, I read something that he, like, was kind of, whatever, like, the, like, 
version of like for like triple a for baseball like that for like football like he was oh, like okay. like not like a practice squad but like something kind of like along those lines like he yeah. was in talks to like be part of a professional organization oh, cool. i don't know which one and it wasn't i for sure like it was not the 49ers okay but yeah but one he was obviously talented right yeah that's yeah, it's super sad. Super sad. Yeah. Um, as far as things that I'm, like, reading, watching, whatever, um, I am in the middle of the Stay, Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered book. Oh, yeah, I have it. Um, Jackson gave it to me after he guest starred on our show. Yes, it was a very so nice gift. stoked. I'm about to finish a book, and then I've been reading since he guest starred on the show. Yeah. It's obviously not, like, amazing, or I would have been done with it by now. So, <laughs> uh, but the Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered is next up on my list. Yeah, I think I'm on, like, chapter, like, two or three, and now that I don't have to commute for work, because, like, it's hard for me, I was uh, actually just telling him yesterday, uh-huh. um, I was texting him, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to finish that book soon, because uh, I get, like, really carsick. Oh, yeah. So I can't, like, can't read can't while I'm on, like, BART or the bus. Um, that's actually how I got into, like, listening to podcasts, because... Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta fill the time somehow. Yeah, and, like, audiobooks are cool to you, but, like, I have a harder time focusing on those, I feel like. I can't. Um, like, I still have, and I'm, it's, like, three quarters of the way done, um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah, By Michelle good. McNamara. Is that, is that her name? Yep. Yeah. Um, I but I haven't finished it just days. because. <laughs> I think if I had the book book, I would. I have it. You can borrow it. Excellent. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it, the, the audiobook, like, it's really well done. Yeah, it is. It's just, like... Audiobooks, I, I, I had to, like, rewind a bunch of times, and that's part of the reason I'm not done. I focus, too, and I get tired, um, which is why, yeah, I don't listen, really. I, also, if, depending on who's reading it, some people, I just cannot I stand their voice. And that was happening, I finally canceled my subscription to Audible, because I went through, like, three books where I returned them, because I couldn't listen to the person who was oh, really? narrating, and I was getting frustrated, yeah, so I was like, nope. Yeah, so I'll, I'll borrow the book and read it, and yeah. I can report back. <laughs> yeah, I've read it, it's very good. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm listening to on the long lines of the Golden State Killer? I'm listening to a podcast called The Man in the Window. Ooh, and didn't that like kind of just release? It did. Yeah. And it's about Joseph D'Angelo, and it is so well done. So I was like, I didn't want to listen to it because Golden State Killer stuff is now, you know, since they arrested him, it's it a exploded. Lot. And yeah. it's all the same stuff you've heard a thousand times. But they don't just focus on his crimes. They focus on him. Oh. And they talk to Bonnie who was his ex-fiance, and they talked to... It's just... It's so good. So you get a whole different perspective of him and his life and listen to it. It's really well done. Damn. It's like a six-parter. I'm on... I think they just released five, so six will be this week. It'll be done. But Okay, cool. I'll have to get it go. Yeah, it's good. Awesome. Yep, so that's all. Yep, that's all we have, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. All right, uh, bye-bye.